On Shabbos, we read a very strange Pasuk. The Torah talks about the Matnas Kahuna. The sacred portions Israel is obligated to give to the Kayan. The Pasuk says, The Ishes Kadoshav Lo The sacred portions he gives away remains his. Isha Shiitan La Kayan Lo Whatever a man gives to the Kayan shall be his. Meaning, the person that's giving it to the Kayan, Lo it remains his. This is very bizarre. What does the Pasuk mean, Lo this is not his. Kachim and Truma belongs to the Koyan. So why does the Torah say Lo That it remains with Israel. The Chafetz Chaim and the Sefer Torah's Emes offers a very powerful parable. There was a man that got a letter from the Attorney General's office that he has been indicted on a capital murder charge and he has three days to surrender to authorities. This desperate man decided to reach out to his three closest friends and he asked them to intercede on his behalf. He approaches friend number one. Would you accompany me to the prosecutor's office and plead my case in front of the DA? Friend number one says, sorry, I can't. They might even implicate me as aiding and abetting a criminal. He turns to friend number two. Would you help me? Friend number two says, I'll drive you there, but then you're on your own. I will not go in with you. He then turns to friend number three. Please help me fight these charges. Please defend me. Friend number three was so kind and gracious. He said, not only will I accompany you, I will beg and plead and pull out every last trick in the book to help you. Says the Chafetz Chaim, a person has three pursuits in life, three so-called friends, their wealth, their family, and their spiritual life, Torah and mitzvahs. After 120, every person will ask those three friends to accompany them to the Bezdin Shomala, to help them plead their case in front of the heavenly judges. The first friend, their money, will tell them, take a hike. Sorry, I'm staying right here. As the Pasik says in Tehillim, As they say, you can't take it with you. Any and all material wealth stays behind on this world. They will then approach their second friend, their family. Their family will tell them, I'll walk you to your grave, and that's all. From there, you're on your own. Their third friend, the Torah mitzvahs they amassed, will accompany them all the way to the Kisya Kavit to intercede and advocate on their behalf. As the Mishnah says in Avis, When a person departs from this world, Not as gold or silver or any material possessions escort him to the next world. Only the Torah he learned or the good deeds he performed throughout the course of his lifetime. We mentioned the Pasuk in Tehillim, Davra Melech said, For in death you cannot take it all. The Malbam asks, what does it mean, Hakoil? You can't take it all, implying that you can take some of it with you. Isn't the reason that the deceased wears a kittle that doesn't have pockets to emphasize that you can't take anything with you? So why does the Pasik say, And the Malbam says something very profound. In fact, there's something that you could take with you, the money that you gave away to Tzedakah. Paradoxically, the only thing that you take with you is the money you gave away. The money you use to help others remains with you for all eternity. You take it with you in perpetuity. Gold, silver, cash, stocks, bonds, precious metals, Bitcoin is not currency in the Olam Ames. 
canceled checks that were cashed by tzedakah organizations or needy individuals, that has value in the next world. And perhaps this is what the Pasik is saying. Whatever a man gives away to the poor and to the needy, that's chus. The benefit of that mitzvah remains with him forever. He takes it with him to the next world. Whatever money he makes holy, he donates it to needy people, he donates it to worthy organizations, it stays with him. Not only does it stay with him, it even accompanies him all the way to the Basin Shamala and it advocates on his behalf. There's a story told that on his deathbed, Baron Rothschild handed his children two letters. He instructed them to open one immediately following his death and the second one a month later. Immediately after his passing, they opened the first letter and discovered the following message. My last request is that I should be buried wearing my socks. Even though his children were perplexed by such a request, they still tried to honor it. They fought hard, but the Rabbanum would not allow it, and they buried him without his socks. After the month had passed, his children anxiously opened up the second letter to discover another message. I know that you did not bury me wearing my sacks as I had requested, since it is against halacha. You are probably wondering, why then did I request it in the first place? And my answer to you, my dear children, is to teach you an eternal lesson. A person can spend his whole life amassing great wealth, but no matter how hard he tries, he cannot even take a pair of sacks with him to the next world. Only the money which he used for Torah mitzvahs will accompany him. And now, we know. Have a wonderful day.